boy Diesel. It's your boy TBT, a.k.a. Tony by Teddy. And you're tuned in to the Mr. Fitness Show. For sure, for sure, for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is an awesome week, awesome week. And we have a lot to go over. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, this is going to be something a little bit different. So, I mean, we bring a lot of fitness topics. And, you know, we are so glad that we have our, all of our listeners tuned in. You guys give us plugged in, keep us plugged in with all your great ideas. This week, we're tuning in to negative reps. Yes. How that impacts the body. Um, also, our workout of the week is going to be on deadlifts, mm-hmm. and our nutrition topic is going to be on um, prime time to eat, the prime time to train, and the prime time to sleep. And I think one of the Teddy tips is going to be around one of those, too. So yep. stay tuned for that. That's going to be special. Mm-hmm. And then also, our product of the week is going to be on fat burners. And we're going to have our special guest, Miss Michelle Ward. Yes. Michelle. So definitely. <laughs> Michelle, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let's just go ahead and get right into it. So T. Yes, sir. Man, you know, you missed the technical, so why don't we break down the definition? Like, what is, what is the negative reps, man? Well, I'm, I'm, you know what? Listen, man, thank you, Diesel, but I don't want to get into, like, all the concentric and, and eccentric, because <laughs> I feel like everybody's going to be like, huh, what, huh, what? And I thought you was going to crack a joke when it comes to negative reps. I thought you was going to be like, so does that mean that you're, like, a negative person and you put other people down when they're working out? No, sorry. you know, because you know, I thought you missed the positive. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, a positive and a negative. You need a positive and a negative to, to make them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, the yin and yang. But anyway, so let me go back to it. So, guys, listen. Negative reps is something that I love using. Uh, essentially, to make a long story short, it's when you slow a, board, uh, a movement down to about three to six seconds, and you focus more on the descending of the movement. So, let's take bench press for instance. Everybody knows you're laying on your back, you grab the bar, you take the bar off the rack, you bring the bar to your chest, and then you push the bar away from your chest. Well, in a negative movement, if you're doing bench press, for example, you're going to take three to six seconds on bringing the bar toward your chest. That's the primary focus, right? That's where you're going to get most of your growth from with this type of workout. And then you're going to explode up. You're going to push the bar as fast as you can away from your chest just to slow it down to bring your bar uh, to your chest. And usually when I'm doing that, especially I've even trained with diesel, I would either in my mind or out loud do a three to six second count or my partner would do a three to six second count. So, you know, as the bar is coming down, we're going one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, et cetera. And when we get to six seconds or six, one thousand, then I'll explode pushing the bar up. Now, the yes. yeah. So the benefit. Listen, there's a lot of benefit to this. Here's the benefit. Uh, one, one. You actually burn less energy, and it's and that's called an eccentric movement. So I will get a little technical. That's, you burn less energy doing an eccentric movement, bringing the weight down slowly, um, uh, as opposed to a concentric movement, which is when you're focused on pushing that weight up very quickly. So in order to okay, so you would have to burn four to five times more energy to get the same type of benefit. From pushing the weight up really fast. I mean, you're in the gym and you're just one, two, three, four, five, six. I mean, you're really, you're really repping it out as opposed to saying, okay, I'm going to take, you know, six seconds to do one rep. And you'll get you. So you'll, you'll burn less energy doing the, the negative rep and you'll get twice as much uh, benefit of growth because your muscles aren't used to working in that manner. Absolutely. I think that, you know, negative reps for me, my own personal experience with it. It's really, really good, especially when you, you center around certain exercises. Mm-hmm. So chest, you know, if you really want to define big, nice, ripped up chest, negative reps will help you achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, squatting, leg curls. Um, I agree. In fact, even um, bicep curls, if you do negatives with those. Um, but outside the box, a lot of people don't know this, but, you know, your muscles respond to contraction. So. Right. The one muscle that I think responds the best to negative reps would be abdominals. Ah. <laughs> uh, so Yeah, I mean, totally fast twitch muscle. And if you count that 1, 1,000, 2, 1,000 in your head, that fast twitch is going to get you uh, to your goal better than repping out 100 reps. Yeah. So um, to me, I mean, to me, that, I just love banging that. But you know what else we need to um, worry about banging? Uh, we need to bang, you know, at the Mr. Dot Fit Show on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. That's how you can reach your, either TBT or your boy Diesel. Um, and so we definitely want you guys tuned in. We want all your questions. So you got to hit us there. Um, D, let me ask you a question, man. Yeah. So what's your favorite type of deadlift? Because, you know, that's our workout of the week. And, you know, we're talking about negatives, you know, negative reps. 
And do you have a favorite type of deadlift that you actually use? Uh, okay, so here's the deal with deadlifts. The ones that you usually like to do the least are usually the ones that are you need the most. Does that make sense? The, yes. the exercise <laughs> that you hate doing in the gym, whatever that is, that's the one you probably need to do the most. So I'm going to say, to reverse answer your question, stiff-legged deadlifts are the ones that I probably need to do the most. I hate to do them. So I'm going to go as, as stiff-legged deadlifts. <laughs> and, and, you know, Diesel brought up a good point. I'm going to tie both of these in together. Diesel brought up an excellent, excellent point. Guys, your muscles work by getting shorter. They work by contractions. So the, doing the negative movement, even with a stiff-legged deadlifts, means that your muscle is going to be under tension longer, which is what you want. The only reason people do, you know, 15, 25, 30 reps is because it takes longer to do, you know, 30 reps than it does to take to do three reps. So they're just trying to make their muscles work longer. They don't understand that it's not necessarily the amount of repetitions, but it's how long you're working. So if it takes me, you know, uh, a minute to do five reps, I'm going to get more benefit than me taking a minute to do 25 reps because a lot right. of, because here's the deal. The dude that's doing, you know, 25 reps in a minute, he's doing a lot of cardiovascular exercise as well. But I'm just focused on building my muscle right now, not necessarily uh, my cardiovascular aspect of it. A lot of people like me, especially if you're in bodybuilding, you want to split those two up. You know, you'll either do cardio first and get into weights or you'll get into weights and then do cardio. I don't know. No, absolutely. And then not only that, there's a lot of physical therapists that actually use negative reps because it's slow and controlled. And that range of motion actually you know can truly help you kind of concise and condense like what you're trying to you know, focus on um so you know definitely something if you have an injury if you think that you are a little gun shy of going too hard you know slow it down control the range of motion and focus on the negative contraction uh which would help lead to positive gains yep. so like teddy said you know do what you hate the most until you love it there you go and once you once you love it then they will love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You know, in negative reps are even good for elderly people, but I'm not going to get into that because I got off track. You said stiff-legged deadlifts. So, guys, most people don't even know what stiff-legged deadlifts are. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm surprised these are going to make a corny joke up or a joke about being... <laughs> <laughs> about stiff-legged? <laughs> <laughs> about being stiff when you're doing your deadlifts. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> You know what, though? This is a good segment. But hey, guys, stay tuned. We're coming back on the other side. Um, so this is your boy, Diesel. TVT. And we'll see you on the other side. As a mom, I never realized how important it is to stay in the kitchen while cooking, especially when using high heat, like when I'm frying, grilling, or broiling food, until I learned that cooking is the main cause of home fires and injuries and that most cooking fires start when someone's frying food. I know I can prevent a fire in my home by being a safe cook, because fire is everyone's fight. For more information on how to keep your family safe from home fires, visit www.usfa.fema.gov. Today in school, I learned a lot. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. And in physics, I learned that I'm a loser. Today in school, I learned that I'm ugly and useless. And in gym, I learned that I'm pathetic and a joke. In history, I learned that I'm trapped. Today in school, I learned that I have no friends. In English, I learned that I make people sick. And at lunch, I learned that I sit on my own because I smell. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes In biology, me. I learned that I'm fat and stupid. And in math, I learned that I'm trash. The only thing I didn't learn in school today... The only thing I didn't learn today... The only thing I didn't learn... Is why no one ever helps. Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at stopbullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. All right, cut. We're just about to turn up, man. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. This is your boy TBT, a.k.a. Tony by Teddy. And it's your boy Diesel. She's with my Diesel. Hey. 
<laughs> and you tuned into the Mr. Fitness Show. For sure, for sure, for sure. Guys, yep, listen, yep, yep. we want you to remember that you can listen to the Mr. Fitness Show every Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. That's right, 8 p.m. And all you have to do is download the TuneIn app, follow Raya Radio, and you'll be hearing Diesel and myself making you guys healthier and happier. And don't forget, guys, if for whatever reason you, you can't call into the show or you can't uh, listen to the show at, at 8 o'clock on Tuesdays, you can always hit us up on Show. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, right? So that's four different ways you can get in contact with us. Last segment was all the easy for sheezy, my easy. <laughs> my boy, D- and, it and it ain't too easy. Nah. <laughs> my boy D Weezy, my boy D Weezy covered negative reps, which uh, has the profound benefits. If you have questions about negative reps and we didn't get a chance, if you didn't hear something that we said, please hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This segment, we're going to talk about when's the best time to eat, when's the best time to sleep, when's the best time to train, and also we'll have our Teddy tips. So, Diesel, you want to start us off? Yes, yes, man. I love this segment. And, yes. guys, this is this is called prime time. So, think about <laughs> yes. it. Prime time prime time was a Deion Sanders was a bad <laughs> football player but so when we talk about prime time we're talking about prime time to eat what is the prime time to eat prime time to train and prime time to sleep because think about it all of them lead to nothing but strong core gains it's the holy trinity so yes sir <laughs> <laughs> so what's the prime time to eat T what, what you think man uh, prime time to eat I, okay from a bodybuilder standpoint the prime time to eat is whenever you're hungry every two hours all the time. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm diet. <laughs> That's my diet. <laughs> no, but uh, yes. But so, <laughs> but so, uh, so here's the deal. And uh, Jesus just brought up a good point. So I think there's two different methodologies, frames of uh, thinking you should follow depending on who you are. I think there's an athlete, and then I think there's a like a normal person, everyday person who wants to just have normal gains and live a you know pretty much normal life. So. Uh, if you if you're an athlete, I think you're gonna have to definitely listen to your body, just like if you're a normal person. But I do think having a set routine is gonna help determine when's the prime time, the best time to eat. So for me, for instance, it's every two hours that I get the best gains. You know, if I were talking to someone who was just wanting to lose five pounds or gain ten pounds or something like that, I usually tell them to eat at least four times a day. That's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Eat one meal in between lunch and dinner, and eat a snack and eat a snack as well throughout the day. Diesel? Yes. Um, I, I agree. I think that when you're talking about like your body, you have to make it special. Yeah. So it's like a fine-tuned machine, a.k.a. Ferrari. They're <laughs> <laughs> just going to use a you knew, you knew I was going to go there, man. Look, <laughs> I, I've been making this joke lately because I've been getting some primetime games. But let me tell you, man, I, I, I make fun of it because I always tell, I, I tell like my staff and everybody that I got to feed the baby. I got to feed my muscles. <laughs> so it's funny, but it's not funny because it's true. Because like, if not, you you you're actually hurting your body because it's demanding. Mm-hmm. So, um, you get like Teddy said, it's very very true. You know, it's all based upon what your body's demanding. Yeah. So, average person's not an athlete. It's not it's not requiring so many calories to sustain. So you got to think about it as an athlete who's building and demanding muscle growth. You need to keep your body fed with protein, carbs. And water. Mm-hmm. Water is very key, too. So if you don't drink enough water, you can't grow. <laughs> you, can't, you, you can't lose the, those pounds because your body's trying to flush it. You, can, you can't receive those gains because water is very essential to all this whole, this whole mix as well. Um, so to me, I think we kind of hit the prime time to eat. Uh, prime time to train, which is kind of key to me, I think uh, when you talk about prime time to train, I just look at that and say one thing. When, I ask myself this one question. When can I be most consistent? True. And that means everything to me because consistency is the key to true growth. I don't care if I have the best workout one day a week. I'd rather have the most consistent workout for the rest of my life. Right. And right. if I can do that, I'm going to get my results. Right. I agree. What you th- I mean, your body loves consistency. And here's the deal. The eating and training go hand in hand. So I've trained at 3 or 30 in the morning, and I've trained at 3 30 in the afternoon, and I've trained at 8 o'clock in, at night, you know. And the, the difference I find is uh, me getting at least two to three meals in before I actually train. That significantly impacts my training. Yes. And, you know, I'm not going to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. Listening audience, I've been really holding back. I've been trying my best not to get scientific. You know I really want to. So 
I'm gonna, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna drop a little bit on you, okay? So um, your body has a sleep cycle, a, a, a clock, and I know it sounds like mythological and ooh, and but to be honest with you, your body actually follows the rotation of the Earth, a 24-hour rotation. It really does, and uh, most people say, you know, when I talk to them about this, Teddy, that sounds kind of crazy, but it's something called serocadian, and that's a rhythm that your body follows. And the thing about this is everybody's different, right? Yes. So you have to learn your body, and some of that comes from trial and error. And so, like, Diesel was just talking about, what, training? So uh, here's the deal. My most optimum time to train is around 6 or 7 p.m., but here's the conflicting part, and this is what Diesel just talked about. I'm most consistent at 5 a.m. So what do I do? You feel me? So I get yes. best training at 6 p.m., right, because I've had all this food. i got a workout partner, but I'm most consistent at 5 a.m. So personally, I choose consistency, and my body has gone to adapt to it. And then sometimes when I can get in at 6 p.m., if it's like a real big treat for me, like a Christmas, pre- Christmas present to myself, then I'll train at 6 p.m., and I'll be like, oh, man, this is so awesome. I love training at this time. But my schedule won't won't allow me to do that. Yes. Well, see, for me, my prime time is is right around you. It's around five thirty, six a.m. in the morning. I call it the five o'clock club or the winners club because to me, it's consistency. Those people normally come all the time. When you train at night, it's great, but you have already suffered the whole day. So you could have either had somebody yelling in your ear, your boss down your back, all the life stressors yep. that impact you. And then you go into the gym. And so you may have not ate good for the day. You may have um, had so many different complications that could impact your performance. I agree. That you, you, you're not going to have the best day. But to, to truly set off your day, uh, taking it to that next level by training at night is, is definitely worth it. Uh, I'm training in the morning. I'm sorry. It's definitely worth it because you're going to get that gain because you put it as a priority. You're making it first. I agree. So, T. What's the teddy tip? Though? I mean, I don't even feel like talking about the teddy tip because, like, I, no, I'll be <laughs> real with you. Like, I'll be real. Like, listen, here's the deal. This is another segment that Diesel and I touched on, right? We touched on uh, gym rats and people in the gym. There's a whole different segment of people at 5 a.m. than there is at 6 p.m. You know, those people at 5 a.m., they come, they hit it. They really want to go hard. Um, usually they do less talking. Uh, they usually, you know, that, at least this is what I found. And then you have the 6 p.m. where those are the girls come in. With, remember we talked about this, Diesel, with the makeup on? They taking yes. the selfies. They got the they got the hot booty shorts on. People at the water fountain <laughs> drinking, chilling. Let me get into the teddy tip. Oh, I don't want to get into the teddy tip. All but right. you know what though? We got to bring the teddy tip back because we we, we just ran out. But we're gonna come back on the other side, guys. Stay tuned. We're gonna give you the teddy tip. Yes. and it's full flavor. Okay, we don't want to ruin it for you. All right. All right. All right. Okay. See you. See you on the other side. All right. We're right. I'm Casey Kane. You would think that as NASCAR's 2004 Rookie of the Year, I get my biggest thrill driving fast. But it's off the racetrack that I get one of life's greatest rewards, helping others through volunteer service. Working with kids is one way that I try to make a difference. The first time I visited chronically ill children in the hospital, I found out just how rewarding volunteering could be. By giving a little of my time, it brightened their day. I was so inspired that I started my own foundation to help sick children and kids without an opportunity to have a better chance at life. Through volunteer service, you learn things about the people you're helping, and you find out a few things about yourself. Volunteering is a rush, just like taking the checkered flag. Go to volunteer.gov to find out what drives you. This is President George W. Bush. USA Freedom Corps has a volunteer opportunity that's just right for you. Visit volunteer.gov. When you help your neighbor, you help your nation. Hey, I'm going out to buy those shelves for the closet. Oh, will you pick up 800 lumen bulbs? Honey, I love you, but 800 more flowers? You'll give the neighbors a real reason to think we're wacky. (laughs) Not flower bulbs, light bulbs. Come on, Dad. Lumens tell you how bright a bulb is. Our 60-watt bulbs give off about 800 lumens. We can replace them with new 800 lumen bulbs. Bulbs just as bright that use much less energy. So, we'll save money. Yes, and we can use that money to increase my allowance. Right. (laughs) 
wise guy. Worth a try. So, you got that? Got it. No tulips, no watts, 800 lumens, and more savings. He got it. Lumens, the new way to shop for light. Learn more at energysavers.gov. That's energysavers.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Energy. Welcome back, guys. This is TBT, a.k.a. Tony by Teddy. And it's your boy, Diesel. My Diesel. And you're listening to the <laughs> show with the Baconator. E-Weezy. E- What's up, guys? <laughs> Man, we've been having a Hi. lot of fun, guys. Hello? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've been having a lot of fun. And um, one of the big things about this segment right here... Uh, before we get into our Ask Mr. Fitness segment, which we love, by the way, uh, we definitely want to make some time for the Teddy Tip. Yes. So, T, yes. break us down. What's up with the Teddy Tip, homie? Uh, I was going to sing a song, that break it down part. Well, okay, so the Teddy Tip, guys, listen, we had a trifecta, right? Diesel came up with the trifecta, eating, sleeping, and training. Let's get into sleeping. We didn't talk about sleeping. Here's the best. Here's the thing I want you to know. Remember I told you, uh, you guys, your body it operates off of cycles. And it's the same thing with sleep. Guys, there is no best time to wake up. I don't know if you know that. There is no best time. Anytime you're waking up, nine times out of ten, you're going to wake up in the middle of a sleep cycle. Sleep cycles vary. But here is some great positive news for you. The best thing to try to do, guys, is to get at least six hours in. And most people can't do this second part. And that's one of the reasons why they feel drowsy throughout the day. But the best part is to try to get a power nap in the middle of the day. And I, I love naps. Yes, yes I have <laughs> a nap. Look, listen, man, I feel old when I tell my <laughs> when I tell people, "Hey, I really need a nap." You know what I mean? But the, the truth of the matter is, the truth of the matter is, if you can get a nap up to two hours when when you're napping in the afternoon, you'll get the best. You'll have the best sleep. You'll get the best training, and also too, you'll burn the most amount of calories and fat. And so, sleeping is directly linked to your metabolism and how many calories and fat, amount, the amount of calorie and fat you can burn throughout the day and night. So, yeah. yeah, and here's what people don't realize too. Most people who don't sleep th- uh, throughout the whole night and who usually up really late, they also eat really late. And it's not like they're eating healthy. You know, they're not up eating raw carrots and celery. I mean. They're, they're probably eating patty pie. Patty pie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Guys, that, I love it. If you guys have questions on sleeping, eating, and training, or on the negative reps, definitely hit us up at Mr. Fit Show on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Yes. So, E Weezy, easy. It's me. Do you have any questions? Do you have any questions for us out there in internet? I land? sure do. We had uh, questions emailed to us, which is really great, great, guys. If you have any questions, just email us at Mr. Fitness Show at Gmail dot com. So the first question is, if I plateau, can my lack of sleep be a factor? Oh, gosh, that's a great question. Wow. Um, Yeah. Go ahead, T. Go ahead. Yes, it's a factor. Yes, it's a factor. Yes, yes, yes. Here's here's (laughs) the deal. Here's the deal. Your body grows when you sleep. When you sleep. You're actually recovering your, your circular system, your cardiovascular system, system, your muscular system, all your endocrine system, which is your hormonal system. All those systems are being rebuilt when you sleep. So imagine this. Diesel said earlier he, he wants to be a Lamborghini Murcielago. Actually, he didn't say that. I said that. But anyway, so, um, <laughs> so imagine having this Lamborghini, right? And you're, you're burning it, pedal to the metal. You're driving from all the way to Miami, but you don't put any gas in it. What's going to eventually happen? The engine's going to burn out, right? So yes. when you sleep, it's literally like you put in, you're refilling your tank full of gas. You're giving yourself the energy you need to be able to do the performing, the high performance things that you need to be able to do. Diesel? No, absolutely, I agree. I think um, sleeping is when you grow. Like sleeping is when everything happens. That's when the magic happens. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the best way to put it. So I, I'm not going to eat too much time. Uh, do we have another question? So yes. magic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So this is another email question. And they ask, 
how do I know I'm doing negative reps correctly? Diesel? That's if you're feeling it. That's how you know if it's correctly. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, um, so that's an excellent question. Thank you for the question. Um, I believe that, uh, to me, uh, there's so many different YouTube videos. Um, and, in fact, if you uh, want a good one, you can actually hit us up on our fitness page and you'll actually see um, a, a nice negative perform on a stiff-legged deadlift. And so that's actually in counting down uh, 1, 1,000, 2, 1,000, on the way down, in the range of motion, and you'll see the contraction. And you can feel the body actually absorbing more of that, the volume of the full exercise, mm -hmm. not just uh, burning through the, the reps to count to numbers, but you're counting to success. Right. Right. I have nothing to add. I totally, totally agree with you, D-Weezy. I mean, I mean, Diesel. I mean, <laughs> you know, I can't give you the same names that E-Weezy has. I got to be careful. No, no, no. Yeah, that, that's unique. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, I want to say this right quick before we get into the next question. Ladies and gentlemen, our word of the day, right, is uh, serocadian rhythms. Serocadian rhythms. We talked about that before. Your body operates off of 24-hour sleep patterns that actually go with the Earth's rotation, and they're called... Uh, Serocadian rhythms, word of the day. I like it. Healthy and smart. Mm -hmm. Yes. yes. <laughs> Brains and the, brawn. The big brain now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> big brain and little body. I got a big brain, little body. <laughs> now, is there a difference though, Teddy, between like sleeping at night versus day? Because what I also read was like the sunlight that you you miss out if you only sleep during the daytime and you don't go out and get enough sunlight that that can impact some of your gene development. Um, you heard anything about that at yeah, all, too? Yeah, I do. I, you know, guys, I really try to study this stuff. Um, but here, So here's the deal. You, uh, you know how somebody will take an airplane flight and they'll go to Japan? I'm just making this up. So they get there, and the whole time schedule is different. So while it's in the middle of the day there, you're still really, really sleepy. So melatonin, which is a hormone that's regulated in the brain, actually impacts. Because these are just asking me, is there a difference between sleeping in the daytime and sleeping at night? The answer is yes. And one of the reasons there isn't uh, a difference is because of melatonin. Melatonin helps regulate sleep patterns in the body. And that's one of the reasons why it's almost like our bodies are made to want to sleep at night. The melatonin levels increase after you eat and when the sun goes down. So that's why I usually get the best. That's why if you think about it earlier, Diesel and I talked about this earlier, we said try to get six hours of sleep at night and only two hours in the day, as opposed to saying six hours in a day and two hours at night. Yes. Who has two hours of sleep during the day? I know. I know. Here's the deal. I know. Most people don't. So, and that's really, really unfortunate. But I'm just telling you when, when is the most opportune time for the body. So what you're going uh -huh. now is if we were in Europe, if we were in Europe, you would have that, like in France or whatever, whatever, because they take those long. Because what they do is they actually, they don't focus so much on the work schedule as we do. They focus on the social aspect of it. As a mom, I never realized how important it is to stay in the kitchen while cooking, especially when using high heat, like when I'm frying, grilling, or broiling food. Until I learned that cooking is the main cause of home fires and injuries and that most cooking fires start when someone's frying food. I know I can prevent a fire in my home by being a safe cook, because fire is everyone's fight. For more information on how to keep your family safe from home fires, visit www.usfa.fema.gov. Yeah, you, it's me, your heart. Listen to me. We've got to talk. High blood pressure is serious, and yours? Whoa. What happened to us? We used to be so much more active. But lately, you've been ignoring me. I know you think I'm just going to keep ticking away forever, but you're wrong. You can do so much more to control your high blood pressure. Doing the minimum isn't doing enough. I'm under a lot of pressure and can quit whenever I want. Bet you didn't know that. But I like my job. Just treat me better. Check on me. Give me something green to nibble on every once in a while. And maybe we can do some exercise on occasion. Let's get to it. After all, we're in this together. Listen to your heart. Don't let it quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get your blood pressure to a healthy range before it's too late. 
Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. Check change control. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. And you tune in to the Mr. Fish Show. For show, for show. For show. For show. And we also we also have E Wiggy. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> oh man, we're glad to have you back, E. Um, well, this is our product of the week, and this week's product's on fat burners. <laughs> no, but um, on the real, fat burners. Now, this is actually a really cool cool topic because a lot of people. You know, who are interested in getting lean and, and fit and getting fit, they grow grab a fat mm-hmm. burner, but they don't understand the science behind a mm-hmm. fat burner. So I think that um, it's good for us to maybe talk about the pros and the cons, the health benefits, um, the concerns, the risks, mm-hmm. uh, because there's a lot of them that are out there that a lot of people don't know. And, um, you know, for me, um, it's, I take it very seriously because, you know, we talk about this fitness thing, this fitness lifestyle. And, you know, fortunately for us, I mean, God's blessed us where we're able to achieve these gains, you know, with putting in hard work. So I don't want to discount any of the hard work that we do, but the, the, everyone's trial is not the right. same. Just because you take a step or a lunge or a push doesn't, does not impact the body the same for every single right. person. So some people struggle may be like a mountain and some may be very de minimis, depending on how your body receives right. it. So, uh, let's kind of get into it. So fat burners, what's the good and the bad, the ugly, T? What you <sighs> well, I like the fact that they're convenient. That's the good thing. Uh, the bad thing is they cost money. The ugly thing is they can cause death. There you go. <laughs> yes, yes. There, there you go. In a nutshell, <laughs> that was a clip. That's it. <laughs> Commercial break. That's it in a nutshell. Commercial break. <laughs> Boom. We're, we're gone. We're out. We're out. <laughs> and look, and some people, we take this serious because it can cause death. Yes. Uh, it can accelerate your heart rate to the point where um, you can have a cardiac yes, arrest. Dude. So they t- they took ephedrine. Remember, they took ephedrine out of yes, ephedrine. Yes, yes. <laughs> ephedrine was so big, people would buy this ephedrine and they would make a stack, and like they would go work out and do cardio while they're on this stack, and like you could see people like falling off the machine. I never forget when I was working in uh, Tallahassee at Legends, and. Um, there was this one lady. She was like already fit. She was nothing, nothing wrong with her. She's taking, stacking these ephedrine pills with caffeine and coffee, and I'm like, I'm looking at her like, you're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. You should laugh at people. Eweezy, you not gonna say anything about that, Eweezy? Well, I must confess that I have taken part in my share, fair share of fat burners. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, fat most of the time, people who take fat burners, they want to get thin quickly. I, you know, the long road of changing your diet, waking up early, sweating, and all of that. They don't want the long road for that. They want the quick road. And I was one of those people. So I had some fat burners in college. I wasn't even fat. I don't know why I took them. (laughs) (laughs) Especially now that I know I'm older. I'm like, why would you even do that? It's, high, it's always hindsight. Well, here, here's the deal. I've taken fat burners before as well. And it's, taking fat burners, aren't everything needs to be done in moderation. These and I always say consult with your physician before you take any supplement. We always say consult with your physician before you do any type of working out. We definitely want you to do that, right? Um, but right. He, and here's the deal. So with, with fat burners, uh, E-Weezy touched on a really, really good point. A lot of people don't want to put in the hard work. And uh, Diesel and I always say that on the road to being healthy, there are no elevators. There's only stairs, right? To get to the mm-hmm. top, to reach your, your pinnacle peak of health, to get to that pinnacle high up peak, you have to take the stairs. You have to climb the mountains, right? You, you can't do an elevator. So yes. having that, main, that methodology that E. Weezy just mentioned is usually, usually what gets people in a position where they're unhealthy. Another thing. They, Typically, if you are taking fat burners, you're not interested in really being healthy. You want to be thin, but you not you really don't care about the healthy thing. So if you are going to take fat burners, remember this, right? 
There's about five ingredients that are in all fat burners. And the reason I'm telling this is because Diesel did some research, and fat burners can range anywhere from $9 to $99 a bottle, which is a huge difference. But they all have the same stupid ingredients, caffeine, uh, energy, B vitamins, uh, again, energy, chromium, which is usually an appetite suppressant, L-carnitine, and something called guglagerstone, uh, I'm sorry, which is another word I could say is the word of the day. And so... <laughs> say this <laughs> so five times fast. Gugagerstone, 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 Gugagerstone. It sounds like you're saying a toast to to the marshmallow stick. <laughs> Y'all always picking at me. Y'all always. <laughs> no, no, man. Go ahead. You're hitting them with some science. No, man, I just said this. Listen, man. Most fat burners do three things. They give you energy, they suppress your appetite, and they raise your body. They raise your body's uh, thermogenic levels, which causes you to burn more fat. That's it. Giving you energy increases your metabolism. Right. All those. Well, yeah. here's here's the caution for me though. I just like caution people on the usage, like you said, because we all have used them, but in timingly manner. So they're not meant for you to to live with. They're meant for you to use, you know, for the moment, not not to use as a multivitamin. Right. Yeah, I, I agree, and that's the thing. You there there is no magic pill. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no matter one, two, three pills. You need the hard work to go with it. And like Diesel said, and like Erica said, they're meant to be used for a short period of time. Usually, I would suggest if you're going to use them, use them to get over a hump. So you reach the plateau. Yeah. You, you know, you've been training for six weeks, eight weeks, and you're like, dang, I've been stuck here for two weeks. Use your fat burner. I wonder how. I wonder does Michelle use them? Oh, that's a great question. You know what? I should ask. We should ask her. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll bring her back. You know, in fact, for those who um, don't know, Michelle Ward, uh, she's a fitness, excellent NPC fitness competitor. Uh, she's won a lot. She's right there in local Jacksonville. Hard worker. Spin queen. Yes. Uh, big time, big time mom, super mom. So, guys, uh, what we'll do, if you have any questions at all, definitely hit us at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. It's at Show. And also, you can email us at the Mr. Dot Fit, Mr. Fitness as well um, at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we're going to do, we're going um, to come out. But we'll, when we come back, we're going to definitely uh, bring back Michelle. And we're going to ask her, you know, what's going on in her world? What's her 2016 look like? Let's talk about fat burners. Talk about negative reps. Whatever you want to talk about, man. We'll bring it back. Come back on the other side. We'll see you then. For sure. For sure. What's up? This is Jaheem, and I'm down with Life Beat. And I just want to let all y'all know, man, y'all need to go out there and get tested to prevent the spread of HIV AIDS. Remember, it's not a game, it's life. What's up? This is Alicia Keys for Life Beat. The music industry fights AIDS. Every hour of the day, two young people are infected with HIV, the virus that causes AIDS. Don't be one of them, for real. Protect yourself, all right? If you choose to have sex, you know, use a condom, all right? If you need to get tested, call your local AIDS service agency. For more information, call 1-800-342-AIDS or log on to www.lifebeat.org. Psst. Yeah, you. It's me, your heart. Listen to me. We've got to talk. High blood pressure is serious, and yours? Whoa. What happened to us? We used to be so much more active. But lately, you've been ignoring me. I know you think I'm just going to keep ticking away forever, but you're wrong. You can do so much more to control your high blood pressure. Doing the minimum isn't doing enough. I'm under a lot of pressure and can quit whenever I want. Bet you didn't know that. But I like my job. Just treat me better. Check on me. Give me something green to nibble on every once in a while. And maybe we can do some exercise on occasion. Let's get to it. After all, we're in this together. Listen to your heart. Don't let it quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get your blood pressure to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. Check, change, control. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council.
Teddy? And it's your boy Diesel. My Diesel. And you listen to the show. For sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, for sure, for so, sure. So, guys, this is one of our favorite <laughs> segments. This is when, when, when we have an ultimate guest. And today's guest is an oldie but goodie. She's been on the show before. She's a super mom, in my opinion. Uh, she's, she's bounced back from crazy injuries. It's Michelle Ward. Hey. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> How you hey doing? Michelle. How you doing, Michelle? I'm fantastic. Good. Well, we really appreciate you taking time out to, you know, kick it with us on this show. You know, um, man, so what's going on with you? How's your year ending and what you got going on in 2016? Well, 2016 is going to be my year to get this pro card. I uh, oh, yeah. I have definitely made some muscular gains in the past few months. Um, I'm feeling really, really good. I've been eating well and sticking pretty much to my diet. So um, I'm definitely jumping back on in another uh, – few days to go ahead and get started for this 216 run i'm excited very very excited okay okay beautiful so, do you, you got any shows lined up um i'm thinking about well i might join the gbo i don't know if you guys have heard of it and what's i'm thinking that? of going february in oklahoma city um what, i'm what, also the gbo what's is that? a bodybuilding organization it's a new organization so okay. it's uh yeah, it's a new one. We can, we can talk about that <laughs> sometime. Okay. Um, then I'm also in line are, are probably Pittsburgh, North Americans, and maybe Team U. I don't know about Team U, though. We'll see. <laughs> okay, so, t- okay, so guys, cool. for, ladies and gentlemen, who's listening? Team U is short for Team Universe, um, and that is a part of the NPC. And so Michelle Ward is mentioning two different organizations which just shows you that the bodybuilding industry and the culture and the lifestyle are growing because there's yeah. another organization that Diesel, uh, a friend of Diesel and I, his name's De- uh, Dave Bogan. He's a part of another organization. Diesel, do you remember the name of the organization? Um, is it the yep. NGO? NGA. 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 My bad, Dave. <laughs> That's a good one, too. That's a natural bodybuilding organization. I was thinking about a show there, too. So we'll see. Oh, wow. Superwoman. I told you guys she was a Shira, Princess of Power. You remember that cartoon? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I used to play He Man, and my sister, my older sister, used to play Shira. I love yeah, it. It was crazy. Now, on the real though, in the morning, we talk about morning AM workouts. She is a beast. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, there's no one better. So, if you ever want a, a good grind, you want to do spin class. You want to see someone go get it? You gotta holler at Michelle because she she jumps on it all the way. Yeah, you know what? That brings me into a, a question, Michelle. Let me ask you: yeah. When do you? Because you know we've been talking a lot about prime time to eat, prime time to sleep, prime time to train. In your opinion, when is for you in your body? When's the best time to train? Morning, the morning night? works best for me. The morning. I'm fresh in the morning. Um, by the time the evening comes, I've already taught a class. You know, I have to get home and prep food. I have to help my kids with my homework. So working on the evening is a little bit tough for me. And plus, I like to take a little bit of pre-workout, too. So taking that kind of stuff at night for me keeps me up. So the morning is the best time for me. I'm I'm the freshest and the best and the strongest in the morning. Okay. 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 Yes. The freshest, the bestest, the strongest. So what do you think about, <laughs> so what do you think about, like, the people in the gym? See, this is what I was telling Diesel. I was like, in the morning. People are like, folk, what'd you call them, Diesel? 5 a.m. team? The, the winning team, the 5 a.m. Yeah. club. Like, do you think there's a big difference <laughs> between the 5 a.m. people and the 5 p.m. people in the gym? Uh, absolutely. I feel like the, everybody in the morning, they're in there to hit it hard. They know they have to go to work. They're focused. A um, little bit, I, I feel like the crowd is a little bit more, more harder at that time, you know? And then I feel mm-hmm. like in the evening time, it's like a lot of, a lot of more younger kids or people who are, are like ourselves who are competing they're they're serious about what they're doing but i feel like it's just a totally different crowd i feel like people are more serious and ready to go in the morning to me so have you ever seen a girl like in the nighttime like doing the selfies with the selfie stick and the makeup on with the perfume of course <laughs> <laughs> yeah she was, you was scared to admit that you was scared to admit that <laughs> but i was makeup on <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it you? Is it you, Michelle? 
Oh, Lord, Michelle just stole on herself. Alright. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here first, people. Now, the Mr. Fitness Show, guys. That's right. Tune in, guys, every Tuesday at 8 p.m. so that we can hear things like Michelle telling on herself. I'm guilty. So I'm a little bit guilty. But you know Hey, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with a little bit of gym no. love. You know, we all do. There is. Because, like, listen, Michelle, guys, if you don't remember, uh, ladies and gentlemen, in, in out there in internet world and in, in radio world, Michelle documented her recovery. I remember watching, you know, right before she went in, right after the surgery. Then I remember watching her training afterwards as well, and it served as inspiration and motivation to me. So, Michelle, I thank you for helping me get my pro card. Yay! Yeah, I'm glad you were, um, were able to follow me. I'm glad I could be part of that. Yes, yes. That's one of the reasons we wanted to have you on because we felt like you were one of the best persons to talk about when's the best time to eat, sleep, and train, especially working out, uh, you know, during an injury and having such a hectic schedule because you are a mother as well. Yes, uh-huh, two boys. Yes. So during the holiday season, how does is your is your workout schedule, like, altered at all? I mean, with all the shopping going on and stuff like that? Um, not really. I, I make sure I get it in. I, I don't really sacrifice my workouts. I schedule a lot of stuff around them, actually. <laughs> so that's beautiful. So, so let me ask you this. Now, the average American may not be able to do that, Michelle. So do you have any advice for like somebody who wants to know how do I work out and eat right and shop all day? <laughs> Basically. Well, I would say, you know, try to get those workouts in under an hour. It's definitely possible. You don't have to spend hours and hours in the gym. You just get your, your weights and your cardio done. If you can get it done under an hour, fantastic. You know, don't don't stress yourself about doing more than that because really the average person does not need to do more than an hour's worth of working out. Um, you know, we, we're different. You know, we have to spend a few hours in the gym because this is us building our bodies for getting on stage. Totally, you know, different. And then and also, too, with kids, Try to incorporate them in your workouts, you know, that way you get family time. You're encouraging them to be healthy, to be active, which in turn just builds the family. Um, also, too, if you can't get a separate workout in from doing housework and doing um, cooking, do it while you cook and clean. <laughs> There's different oh. workouts like that. Push that broom or push that, that vacuum and make it work out, you know, dance while you cook. I do all that stuff. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, speaking of timing, which is very, very key, uh, we want you guys to definitely stay tuned. Come back and see us on the other side. And if you guys have any questions um, specifically for Michelle or for ourselves, we'll come back and you can an- we'll, let you answer those, we'll let you ask those questions and we'll answer them for you. Um, but, yeah, we'll come back on the other side. See you then. Right. Okay. Yo. Today in school, I learned a lot. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. And in physics, I learned that I'm a loser. Today in school, I learned that I'm ugly and useless. And in gym, I learned that I'm pathetic and a joke. In history, I learned that I'm trapped. Today in school, I learned that I have no friends. In English, I learned that I make people sick. And at lunch, I learned that I sit on my own because I smell. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes In biology, I learned that I'm fat and stupid. And in math, I learned that I'm trash. The only thing I didn't learn in school today... The only thing I didn't learn today... The only thing I didn't learn... Is why no one ever helps. Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at stopbullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. With video games, I'm often choosing between what my kids want and what I think is best for them. Hey, Mom, how about this one? Hmm, rated T for teen with violence and suggestive themes. Let me check the rating summary. Frenetic combat, cries of pain, female warlords expose uh, cleavage. Maybe the other one's better. The rating summaries are free. Use them, and you'll be armed with the world's most powerful weapon, knowledge. For more information, go to ESRB.org.
ADP, a.k.a. Tony by Teddy. And we have our special guest, Miss Michelle Ward. Hi, everybody. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so, yes. So, you guys have been tuned into the Mr. Fitness Show. Awesome, and, awesome um, Michelle, we really want to... With Michelle. Yes, yes. Yeah. We definitely thank you for being a return uh-huh. guest. You know, you all, you have awesome chemistry with us. We love well, you. I love being so. Aww. All right. This is a, this is a love. This is so sweet. <laughs> so guys, listen, we wanted to continue this awesome conversation with, that Michelle uh, was having with Diesel and myself. And so we want to break some things down to you. There are a lot of people out there who are, are interested in bodybuilding and health and fitness. And so bodybuilding is breaking into a whole new arena. Uh, they've added some new categories, which is classic physique. I'm a classic, man. Don't mean when you're looking at me, you're classic. Oh, sorry. I got, I get sidetracked easy. Anyway, so there's a classic physique and there's physique. Those are the two things that, you know, Diesel is going to definitely focus on. Uh, the two categories Diesel is definitely going to focus on in the 2016 year. I'm definitely rooting for him. The whole station's behind him. Michelle's behind him. And Michelle, uh, conversely, is, is doing two totally different um, uh, companies or or industries that are in the health industry field. So one of them is called MPC, right, which is a National Physique Committee, and another one is uh, is it NGO, Michelle? It's the GBO, which is the Global Bodybuilding Organization. So that's a new organization that's uh, it's relatively new, probably about six months, maybe a little bit less than that. They had one show in Texas a few months ago, um, and it went well. You can go online and check it out. Um, I think it's GBO um dot org i'm not sure i'm not sure about that we'll get that information for you but um very interesting new organization so there are other options out there for those who would like to expand outside of the npc so if somebody yeah i mean no i'm very very curious to see you know what they're about because i mean i know the nga because you know after talking with dave and having him on the air you know we learned a lot about you know nga and their push and what kind of makes them different from NPC. What makes the the GBO different from the other organizations? Um, as well? They're also they're on the lines of the natural, but I don't think they're going to be testing. Um, and it just it is another organization where you can expand outside of, like I said before, of the the NPC. Um, and they're going to give you the freedom to um, earn your pro card um, at your first show that you that you join in. I believe it is. So they're pro qualifiers. Um, when you first when you first start out, I believe I have to find out more information because it's relatively new. But uh, it's definitely going to be interesting. I'm I'm excited to be able to expand outside of, it. and I'm also going to try an NGA show as well, a natural show. Awesome. Well, I mean, whatever you do, I'm pretty sure you're going to do very well at it. So you can get <laughs> yeah, yeah. You definitely, yeah. So you know, you know, speaking of the uh, the uh, global bodybuilding organization. You know, I see that they have a couple of different shows. One's in February, one's February 27th. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and then there's another one that's going to be June 4th. Now, the June 4th show is going to be in Texas. And yes. then there's another show in Oklahoma City, which, of course, is in that's Oklahoma. It. Yeah. So that's are you it. planning on doing it? Go ahead. I was thinking about doing the show in February. Um, it's going to be very cold. <laughs> yeah. And um, I would need to be jumping back on prep ASAP. You know, right, like right now, but my body does drop body fat pretty quickly, um, and, and it depends on whether or not I might change my category too. So we'll see. I'm, I'm a figure competitor now. I have the legs and um, the more muscular upper body now to actually move to physique if I wanted to change. So um, I'm look at thinking. you. We'll see. <laughs> so would you do a crossover? Can you do crossover? Can you do both categories? I'd be able to in the GBO, so I need to look into that. I think I can in the GBO. I don't think I can in MPC. Okay. Right, MPC, they won't let you. Because I I was doing my research with the classic physique, and they won't let you cross Uh, over. So you have to, you have, you can choose, but you can't cross over. And I know that with my category being in um, over 40, I know that I could do over 40 and open, but I would have to do figure and MPC. And I think in the GBO, I can do both. And I think in the NGA, you might be able to cross over too. So that's a, that's a, another thing to find out as well. Yeah. Guys, uh, we may be losing yeah, with all of our But no, um, definitely. That's awesome though, Michelle. I'm excited. 
And if you go on the physique side, I mean, that's going to be just crazy bananas because, I mean, you have already very, like, strong, like, muscle developments within your muscle abilities. So I would love to see the maturity between last year yeah. and this year and what and what 2016 has in store for you. That's so, awesome. Sure. So to kind of bring this back, so ladies and gentlemen, I think if I'm hearing right, Miss Ward, um, if people want to support you, they can definitely go to Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and February, and then that's going to be uh, February 16th, right? And right. Uh, to support your GBO show. Now, this is what we found out, guys. If you actually go to support her for the first three years, which includes next year, 2016, all the shows are pro qualifiers. So what that literally means is if Michelle does well, which we know she will because we're supporting her, then she can become a professional at her first show, which yeah. is phenomenal. Yes. And that's a huge difference between the organization that currently Diesel and I are in. And so our organization is called, well, Diesel's in the NPC, the National Physique Organization Committee. And so with that committee, there's different levels. There's different tiers. And so Diesel has reached the pinnacle tier, the top tier. The highest you can get uh, before you go pro, which is a national level show, and those national level shows are pro qualifying shows. So all shows are not pro qualifying shows, but Diesel is ready for that pro qualifying upper echelon. And the shows that Michelle is doing, all of those shows for the first five years are also pro qualifiers in a different organization. Yeah. Three years, right? Yeah, that's what I was trying to explain. Yeah, you got it. It's exactly what it is. So... I'm proud of both of them. So Michelle just basically, she mentioned two different categories that she can do, uh, the physique category, and then she said she could also, she, she can cross over in the new category, uh, the new organization. Now, Diesel, my main man for Sheezel, right? He, he <laughs> the classic physique. So what does classic physique mean? Well, um, classic physique is kind of interesting. It's kind of like the hybrid world between uh, physique competitors and mm-hmm. bodybuilding. Um, so the biggest difference, I think, between the two, um, it's like a, a hybrid. So you have the uh, – you still have – not to the point where the, you know, the bodybuilder is so, you know, muscular and it looks a little bit unnatural. It's, it's a very natural look, a very it's not, it's, but it's not a soft look either. So it's for a physique competitor who has graduated beyond the soft look and who wants to pose. Right. So uh, yeah, that's a big, big difference between the two, uh, the two different categories or the three different categories now. And uh, one other big difference between those categories is the poses. So like I told you, physique competitors they have the ability to pose um, in classic physique, and so there are going to be mandatory poses that have to be done. So you're going to have a front double bicep, you have a side chest, you have a back double bicep, an abdominal and thigh pose. And your favorite classic pose, but there's no mis- there's no most muscular, and there are no back poses, which is actually kind of interesting. Yeah. So coming around at it, no back poses that means that you have to have an awesome sick back, off rip because you can't pose, and uh, it's not going to be graded on, on the on the mandatories. And then the final uh, rounds, you have a, a posing round, doing your posing routine for 60 seconds. You have a confirmation round, which is if it's necessary, that means that. If the stage is full of guys that all look the same, that means that they're going to bring them out and just to get further confirmation who is the best. And then they have a pose down. So that just means you have to win the crowd. But, um, you know, I think that these are awesome things and we can kind of break it down. This year's ending, uh, guys, we've had an excellent show. Unfortunately, we've actually reached the end of this, oh, this show. Oh, man. I know, I know. It's so hard to say goodbye (laughs) to yesterday. (laughs) So, So I know we got to go, Diesel. I don't want to go, Diesel. (laughs) (laughs) But we want you guys tuned in. Come back next week. Um, We're definitely going to come back. And we're looking at the new year. So, how we end this year with a bang and, and begin the new year with an even bigger bang. That's what it's all about. That's going to be our next week's subject um, topic. So we definitely want you guys plugged in. You got the right station at the right time, 8 p.m. Come back and see us. It's your boy, Diesel. It's your boy, TBT. Awesome. <laughs> and thank you very much, Michelle. Uh, if you guys have any questions at all, definitely want to hit her or hit us on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter pages um, at the Mr. Dot Fit Show. 
And Michelle, how do they how do they reach Michelle you? Michelle Ward. That's Michelle with one L M I C H E L E Ward W A R D. Awesome, awesome. So guys, until next time. Stay up and stay healthy. Oh. <laughs> Take care. <laughs>